0: Dave Fanning on 2FM.
1: All right, 51552 as I say is the text and there is no doubt that uh, Florence Pugh is having her moment and rightly so, she's the best actor out there at the moment a young actor I suppose I should say Off the back of the media circus of Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling comes The Wonder That's Sebastian Lalilo's adaptation of Emma Donoghue's novel It sees Florence Pugh play Lib Wright, she's a nurse who arrives from England in 1862 to a remote rural parish in Ireland where a young girl claims to have gone months without eating subsisting solely on manna from heaven she puts it herself The Wonder is in cinemas now and it comes to Netflix next Wednesday week so I'll give you a short little clip of that first of all this is The Wonder Anna O'Donnell doesn't eat
2: If a patient in the hospital refuses to eat we use force
1: Okay. well I talked to the cast of The Wonder this week and I started by asking Florence Pugh and Sebastian Laleo whether the film could be described as a psychological thriller
2: Yes, yeah Yeah. I think you can definitely quote that
1: Okay, fair enough. Now, like the like, if when you think about just religious extremism, or at least people's priorities regarding their beliefs, and just how dangerous they can be, is not at the root of what you have to do, Florence. A lot here, realizing that this is just nonsense, but I'm going to prove it.
2: Well, it is. It's definitely an element of that, but also we're talking about a time where religion was was everything every day. Um, that it was a bigger belief than in what they were living in their day to day. So we're talking about a a medical professional who's coming in and has to hold her tongue every day to these people who are very much um, massive believers of what they're living. And it's that gentle um, towing the line of her not being able to say what she truly thinks and she has to prove it. Um, But in order to prove it, she also has to tell these people that what they believe is not real. So it's a very, um, it's a dangerous, conundrum that she's in. Um, and the only way to do it is to also have to believe and, and fall in love with these people and fall in love with this girl.
1: Yeah, and you, Sebastian, like you didn't have to do this, but you did it in a kind of a French lieutenant's woman's way. It, this is a work of fiction. We know that at the very beginning, we're, we're in no kind of doubt about that. And yet, it is based on fact as well. I mean, these things have happened.
3: Yeah, I mean, Emma, we inherited a very rich world that Emma created um, after investigating a lot about the, you know, the Fasting Girls phenomenon. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I felt very you know, lucky to, to, to have, the, have the chance to work with this material, such a rich material. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everything, of course, is fictional, but um, what the characters represent is not. You know, and even if, uh, if if the events are taking place, quote unquote, in 1862, the film is also saying in a certain way, this is this has always been happening uh, because of the power dynamics um, exactly. that, that we have you know, built um, across time. And the, the film is also an exploration of, of that as well.
1: Exactly. And Florence, you're up against various reasons as to why people don't want you there, let alone want to believe what you might believe. Like at the meeting, they can hardly hide their disdain for you. The doctor's a quack. The priest only is in his own doctrine. That's all he believes in. But some people don't want to risk kind of not believing you. And others are well up for the whole idea of having a saint in them. Like you're really it's everything is stacked against you and we're with you.
2: Yeah, everything is. um. They need me, but they don't want me. Um, well, yeah. they need Lib, but they don't want her. Um, also, Nightingale nurses back then were seen as angels, so she did. Co- she did come in with a lot of power, um, and that in itself, you know, it's a village that that doesn't really necessarily want to. I mean, obviously, the the relationship between English and Irish then is all in the movie. Um, It's it's inviting someone to come and help without actually wanting them there. And she kind of struggles Mm -hmm. her way through the storyline and that that is the whole the tension between between both sides is is what we we watch.
1: Okay, and finally, like, but you have your own baggage as well, takes you back to a time in the Crimean War. You are troubled by grief in your own life and you've got to put other people first and you've got to put that on the back burner.
2: I think that's that's probably the the way that she um, actually deals with the whole scenario is that because of her. Uh, her loss in her life, and because of her being human, and and that's how we, as the audience, we grow to love her even more when we discover that she's not um, a saint. She's she's got someone. She's got scars, and it's because of her scars, and it's because of her not being a saint that she c- creates these bonds with these people. You know, it is her at the end of the day that puts her hand out to try and understand them. That's where we actually come over the arc of the storyline. Is when it's Lib who has to reassess and reassess these people that she had preconceived ideas of, and she has to try and understand them. And it's not hard for her to so understand them because they're dealing with, with similar things.
1: And that's Florence Pugh, who takes the lead role in the film, The Wonder, and uh, Sebastian Lelillo, who's the uh, director of the movie as well. Now, I also spoke to Elaine Cassidy and Keela Lord Cassidy, the real-life mother and daughter, who play a mother and daughter in the movie itself. Keela plays the fasting girl, Anna O'Donnell, who is the wonder of the title. And I asked them about the battle between the fact, I mean, between fact, I should say, and faith also in the film.
4: The great thing about this film is that they're so... many to think about yeah yeah, everyone seems to really there's so many different themes in it and they resonate different themes resonate with different people and that's definitely one of them and uh, yeah there is a a battle between the two and that's what's fascinating because everyone you talk to who's watched it they come at it from a different angle and that's what art is it makes the individual viewer feel something different. And that's what's really exciting about this, because everyone can share, you know, their experience in watching it and the idea they have on it and the reaction they have to it. And none of them are wrong. It's um, but, you know, so it it lives on after watching it. And that's what a great I I think it's a great
5: film. And that's what a great film does. But also what I'd like to say is, sorry, it's also almost a film about a love story as well, between a girl who almost her parents don't really not look after her but they don't have a connection like anna and florence do so as well as it is a battle between faith and fiction it's also an introduction to a beautiful love story between anna and this english nurse that they a healthy relationship a healthy relationship (laughs) that they fall into and it's beautiful
1: well the, the idea of the fasting girl i mean when you went for the audition for instance killer did you had you any idea what sebastian or maybe emma was there i don't know uh, emma donahue uh, like had you any idea what you were really up for are we just like what did it say
5: <laughs> when i got offered the taping um mom had read the book um a year ago and she'd called up uh sue and kind of went yeah, I think Keila would be great for this role. <laughs> and then when um I I was given it, I was just like You're I was only resonate- given one scene, one scene. You initially, yeah. I resonated so much with the character. She was so like she's barely anything like me, but she's she's such a beautiful character to play. She's so intricate and I got to come up with my own mini fantasy of who Anna really is. And going up for that part, all I had to really do was think about, who is Anna? And usually with tapings, you have to go into all the, oh, religion and all the things that this character is. But with this, I don't know, it it just kind of clicked. It's connected, I I just, didn't you had
4: an instant connection to her. There was no really like, I have to revise for this. It was just, sure. I feel what I'm feeling. It it did say in the breakdown that, um you know, no child will be asked to starve for this role, that that all be done in a healthy way. So none of that went yes. on, which made right. it a very pleasant experience. Yes.
1: And Elaine, from your point of view, when you realised the beginning and the end of what um, Sebastian had in mind, to make it look like, even though this is based on fact, because these things happened in the, 18th, in the 1800s, um, this was definitely a work of fiction. And he was going to make sure people knew that because you see the beginning and you see the end.
4: Yeah, I... I was that was a curveball for me because obviously,
1: obviously for everybody, I'd say, yeah.
4: Yeah. And you know what? When Sebastian is an incredible storyteller and such an important filmmaker, you know, right now. And he's it's it's so exciting. I can't wait to see what he does next. I've loved all his films and I'm you know, my part in this was to play Rosaline and I was delighted to do that. So Sebastian has told the story that he wants to tell and I I think it's so brave in you know that he said this is the first time he's done a film where he's not done loads of coverage and you have to be really brave to do that because you've nothing to cut away to in certain scenes of course so the rhythm of it yeah. has to be on point and the shape of it and it puts more pressure on you know the technical side and the performance side as well so I'm really excited by the film he's made. I mean, this story could have been told in loads of different ways or maybe a more obvious way. And I, I just I, I trust him and I think he's got great taste and not he everyone doesn't. might have the same response to it. And that's OK. And that's what art is all about. We don't all have to feel the same way. It can it can bring up a negative feeling or a dislike or, you know, um, to celebrate. It's you know,
1: I'm I'm a fan of Sebastian. There you go, that's good enough. So am I, actually. Actually, the movies that Elaine mentioned there, uh, sorry, his his work in the past, I suppose the three big ones are Gloria from about 10 years ago, Disobedience from, I don't know, five years ago, and then just a couple of years back, he won the Oscar for Best Foreign Movie with a Fantastic Woman. Anyway, that's uh, Elaine Cassidy and Keela Lord Cassidy. Now, this film is full of Irish acting talent. We're talking about The Wonder. Starts on Netflix next Wednesday week. It's in cinemas now. And Niamh Algar told me how her character, Kitty, Falls into the story.
6: So, Katie is this almost like this bridge between, I suppose, the the old world and and the new. And so she yeah. she's kind of posing the question. She kind of challenges Lib on the idea of stories and why we why we choose to tell ourselves stories and what does that mean. And she's you know she's a devout Catholic and Lib can only see that as like a, the Bible as like the story book, but Lib is carrying around this this journal that she she writes and eventually that itself becomes some sort of narrative for her to understand what's going on in her own life and in in, in Anna's world. And so, yeah, so, so Liv is very much like this outsider who has been, you know, brought in and, and clearly nobody wants her there. She's very much on, on her own throughout this whole story. Like Florence is completely carrying carrying this this film and you draw, she draws you in because you're following this person all the way through and she, yeah, it was really inspiring. It was a really wonderful set to be on and I was very to be back home in ireland filming it
1: great but like oh, like i mean the manna from heaven bit is one thing for anna like in terms of okay let's all believe this because this is the world we live in but some people don't want to risk not believing and others because of the religion etc but others quite like the idea of a saint in the village there's like the two together is quite big isn't it
6: yeah well it makes you feel that there's something beyond yourself that is happening that there's yeah. You know, there's the the little wishing well that you they go to, and the and you see them scattered throughout the countryside still to this day. So there is there is power that that has, and that you know, it's 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 the idea that you're believing in something that's outside of yourself. I think the idea is always to question it and wonder what does that what does that say about me? But you know, yeah. I mean, well, then
1: about Kitty, I mean, like as you look, say at Florence. When she's told that she doesn't understand the community, do you think that she, what she that really means is she doesn't understand the Catholic faith?
6: It's that not not understanding each other because you don't you're not willing to I suppose it's like allow yourself to open up or to yeah give yourself over just momentarily and see how that might feel um and it's putting yourself in someone else's shoes and I think Kitty questions her that of of going like you know you you dig up the truth and I dig up turf. You know, it's like I'm you think that I'm here to just do one thing and you don't think that perhaps I can understand where you're coming from as well. And I think yeah, that's important is that with miscommunication comes ignorance.
1: Exactly. But then do you think that if it starts, not so much starts, but if the idea of a debate is what it is at first from my point of view, like, I mean, obviously I'm with Florence all the way through and I don't believe whatever. But if it, if it goes to the idea of a debate, do you think it then goes to the, idea of a belief as an actual concept actually works
6: well that's it i think that's the that's what you it's hard to cipher whether or not it does or it doesn't because i don't know belief is a is a very strong quality and it serves a huge a huge role in society of you know, like who, who are you believing in like, Are you believing in yourself that you can that you're a good person and that you should do good things or are you believing on in someone else and putting the power in their hands i think there's that the irish culture has this obviously a huge reliance on belief and even to this day you know we still have healers we still look for something that maybe it's not religion but it's it's you know belief is is a broad spectrum and it's whether or not you begin to name it specifically then it becomes something else
1: the beginning and the end of the movie did it come as a shock to you when you realize what sebastian was up to just in terms of wait a second what like like this is not a true story even though it is a true story in many ways, you know. Like it happened, all this kind of thing happened, but it's kind yeah. of a weird start and a weird end.
6: Yeah, you know, it's it's that. I think it's I, I love films that don't keep to the to the typical structure of of, yeah. of what we see in, in what we see in a movie, and I think that's exciting. You know, do something different, and you know, we it's he's uh, he's kind of winking at us, and he's you know he's kind of going like, you know, this is a story. Hopefully, you will invest in it as much as. Characters invest in their stories and it's just acknowledging that and then the fact that it has that power of momentarily you get lost in the story and then the minute you you do that, you're brought back out. It's quite a powerful little tool to to play
1: around with. A powerful little tool to play around with indeed. That is Neve Algar talking about her character Kitty in the film The Wonder, which I say, as I say, it's uh, Netflix next Wednesday week and it's in cinemas now. And just finally, I want to take a look here. Emma Donoghue, she's the author behind the book. She also wrote the Oscar winning movie Room. Uh, she wrote the script for this for The Wonder she had a lot of involvement in the film it was her book of course first that started the whole thing and I spoke to her about Florence Pugh's character Lib who's a nightingale nurse uh, who's on her own completely but as I mentioned earlier on uh, the audience is big time with her
0: and, you know, nurses were nobodies. Uh, it was a brand new profession and really only Florence Nightingale and her group of little trained nurses were, were taking it very seriously as a profession with rules and protocols. Before that, a nurse was just any woman you could pay pennies to to sit up beside the dying, you know. So um, she she has so little power and she's an outsider. So they have a particular dislike of her and she doesn't even have the status that a nun would have in Ireland. So, yeah, she's 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 really up against the wall. Do you think? I
1: could stretch it and say we're talking here about religious fanaticism and sexual abuse, and therefore it touches a nerve today.
0: Absolutely. I would say this this book and this film are, are both part of the kind of modern Irish project of, you know, looking at our history in a, in a sharply revisionist way and saying, oh, my God, is there any limit to how much punishment um, children and women have been put through just for sort of having bodies, yeah. for needing food, for, you know, being female? Um, so so I love the fact that it touches on all that, but but, uh, you know, not by a direct attack on any one institution, the way something like, say, the Magdalene sisters would have done, but by telling this very odd, spooky, unnerving story. But it's actually hugely political, but um, not in a heavy handed way.
1: And also, it, to me, it moves from a kind of debate about certain things to the very idea of how belief as a concept actually works, the working of that concept. It does, doesn't it?
0: You know, at our very first encounter, Sebastian said to me, it's really a story about stories, isn't it? It's about how we cling to our little narrative, which explains everything. And one thing he loved about the story from the beginning was that everyone's forced to bend a bit. You know, like the the nurse has her fully logical, scientific way of reading the situation, and that's not going to save the child on its own. So without ever sort of caving to the the Catholicism of the village, the nurse is forced to sort of, you know, start to speak the language of, of emotion and faith and mysticism in order to get through to the girl. And again, the girl has to kind of adopt some of Lib's um, more, you know, kind of logical and scientific way of seeing the world. Um, so it's, it's lovely the way they, they change each other. It makes it a far more interesting story than when you have any one character representing their soapbox.
1: Yeah, but the rest of the village as well. I mean, like some of them don't want to risk the idea, if you like, of not believing. It'd be just uncool. It wouldn't be the right thing to do. But others like the idea of having a saint in our midst. Isn't that it?
0: Absolutely. I mean, you have to see 19th century Ireland as so, you know, banjaxed by the famine and um you know that, that a child like Anna would have had just no power. She wasn't going to have a vote, she wasn't going to have a job, you know. and she she's an absolute nobody in the in the in the arse end of Christendom as they would have thought of it. And you know, by by not eating, you know, perversely, this becomes a source of huge status, you know, and 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 Christianity has always managed to take, you know, the the, the lowly, the slaves, the beggars, the nobodies, the Mary magdalens and put them on pedestals, and you could see that it was a huge force of kind of confidence and energy and pride for for peasants who had absolutely nothing else going on.
1: And I, I don't think the audience, I don't think I am meant to believe for one minute that Anna's telling the truth. Uh, like obviously, like Florence Pugh's character certainly doesn't. But when she's told that she doesn't understand the community, if you like, do you think she's really being told that she doesn't understand the Catholic faith?
0: I think mostly it yes but also the kind of specifics of what happened in ireland i mean i'd say the average english person didn't know much about the famine and they thought it was just a fungus you know um rather than a you know like every famine is is it happens for political reasons i think during covid we, we all became aware that stories about health and illness they are never just purely medical they're always political as well you know like in a way we all collectively choose who's going to live and die by decisions we make about things like food and hospitals. Um, so so I I think I think COVID gave an extra um, uh, context of intensity to this film.
1: Well, listen, thank you so much, Emma. But one last question I will ask is this, and that is that, um, was there ever a time or a chance that you would not have been involved in the movie? A lot of people who write books are not asked to go near the movie at all. Was there ever a way you would let that go, no matter how much you like, Sebastian, and say, I'll take six weeks off, let's see what you do? No. <laughs>
0: I enjoy the process too much. I find adaptation yes. of my work or of other people's, um, I find it fascinating. It lets you really study what cinema is from the inside and see by contrast what fiction is. And it leaves me with kind of a renewed um you know enthusiasm for them as genres so it's not just me focusing on my work in all these forms it's more like wow this is what a film can do There
1: you go she wrote the book she wrote the script it's called The Wonder it's in cinemas at the moment that's Emma Donahue, Florence Pugh and Sebastian Lillio before that uh, Elaine Cassidy and um, Keila Cassidy as well and Neve Algar you heard a lot of them uh, and it's uh, in cinemas now as we speak and then about 10 days time it's on Netflix and it's called The Wonder
0: Dave Fanning on 2FM